Welcome to Rugby Uncovered. I'm Paul Rodriguez, and together with Tom Nash, we're speaking to Ellie Kildun. Welcome to the show. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, good. Now, Ellie, you had your debut at Wasps at the weekend against Harlequins, and you scored the opening try of the game. What was it like to be back on the pitch? Absolutely fantastic. It's been it's been a long time coming, and it's felt even longer having no rugby training at all throughout lockdown. But it was really exciting to get a shirt back on and finally get on the pitch. I was buzzing the week before, couldn't sleep because I was so excited. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Absolutely brilliant. Harlequins are obviously one of the top tier teams and Wasps are definitely a, a side that are very hard to beat. Everybody's finding out where everyone else is at the moment. How did you find the game? It was fantastic. I think it was a game of two halves. Um, the first half, playing in the backs, we got a lot of ball and we had a lot of space to kind of do what we wanted to do. Um, whereas I found the second half became forward dominant Um it seemed like Quinn's kind of found um, a way of playing um, through us and they utilised that and they kept on doing it. And I mean, as a back, it was slightly, I don't want to say boring because it shouldn't be boring, but less exciting as the first half because it was just carry after carry and they, they just proved stronger than, than our forwards were um, in that half. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a game of two halves, but... Um, it was fanta- it was fantastic. It was, I mean, at half time it was fourteen twelve. So yes. it, it was a, it was a good battle. It was a really good battle, and I, no one really knew which way it was going to go, which is is the best thing. Excellent, Ellie. You had a pretty busy summer. In contrast to most people, you shifted clubs from uh, from Gloucester to to Wasps. What was the background to that? So I was actually in the middle part of that. So I played for Gloucester um, a couple of years ago now, um, when I was 17 and 18 years old. And um, I played for Gloucester purely because that's where I was studying my A-levels. I was studying at Hartbury. Um, so it, was, it made most sense to play at the club that trained at the at the college. So I found um, a place there playing fullback there and that was fantastic. And I managed to pick up um, a few caps with England, 15s with that. Um, and after that season, I was offered a sevens contract. So for two, the two years later, I didn't play for Gloucester and I just purely played for England sevens um, in the lead up to the Olympics, which unfortunately obviously had been um, postponed. Um, but it was the whole qualification uh, process that I was part of. Um, and then because I was playing in sevens, um, I had to live in London. So after college, I moved straight into London and um, have been training with them since. And I mean, it was a pretty uh, abrupt ending to the sevens season and we all uh, had to find 15 teams so that we could uh, play rugby. So obviously I had a house there. So then I had to look at all the London clubs surrounding and it just so happened that was one was one that fit the best. And that's, that's kind of how it went. And, if I'm honest, that transition, as much as it hasn't been smooth in a lot of ways, in some ways with the welcoming of the girls and how good they've been with us and the coaches as well, it's been as smooth as it probably could have been. So, so let me just understand this. From your switch from 15s to 7s, you were spending 100% of your time training with the England squad at 7s. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it was centralised. So in that respect, it means... 
you don't play club because it's um it was like a nine to five job every every day of the week while the weekend mm -hmm. um we trained with the with the sevens girls and once every month or i, I don't know how it was it, it changed how frequently the, the games were but we were part of the world series so we we go away to canada and japan and all these fantastic places traveling around the world but it did mean that we had to be training full time so we couldn't commit to other clubs and where does that leave you in terms of returning to sevens potentially for events like the olympics um, yeah i think giving uh, i mean we everyone that's involved with who has been involved with the sevens keep up with the fitness and keep your skills which obviously that massively important in, in the sevens game um i think everyone's got the the same task I mean, if, if i do keep up with my fitness then hopefully my sevens fitness will, will stay and i won't have much of a shock if i was to go back um mm -hmm. i think it is it is a case of taking it day by day at the moment we can't really forecast into the future too much because we don't really have time there's suddenly a game every single weekend so it makes it a bit more difficult to proceed into the future into the Olympics, which are in a year's time and a lot can change. So um, it's kind of just focusing on the now rather than how my fitness is now and how I play now. And that will only work hand in hand to whether I, I go back in um, towards the end of the year or not. You started as, I, I assume, a small girl playing rugby league in West Yorkshire. Um, yeah. The the different platforms, the switching across platforms has been more straightforward with sevens and fifteens and rugby league before that. Um, so a bit of a difficult one to answer because I mean I was so much younger um, when I played. I played both league and union when I was um, when I was a lot younger. I mean Saturday morning I played league and then Sunday morning I played union. And for <laughs> me it was just and very much like it is now. It's just about playing, getting ball in hand, running, trying to make defenders look silly. And although there are different technical parts of the game, the vast majority is just enjoying having the ball in hand and doing what I know I can do well. Um, so when I was younger, I didn't really see the difference. For me, I, I stood on the wing, I waited the ball, for the ball to get in my hand and I tried to score. Um, mm. And now, because I'm a lot older and... I understand the technicality of the game and the tactics and everything is slightly um, heightened and more serious. The, the jump has been um, challenging in, in some parts. I mean, it's fortunate that I play fullback and I've got a broken field just like in sevens. Um, but I mean, you've got some big girls on the pitch, strong girls on the pitch. Um, mm. You've got a lot less space and there's so much more structure than what there is in, in sevens. So that for me, is the the hard switch of trying to go along with structure and be okay with structure rather than thinking i've got to score every time i touch the ball like it would mm. be in sevens um mm -hmm. so yeah that's kind of the difference it'd be a hard one to to um compare to when i was younger but it is definitely something to to mention that it is it is difficult switching from one code to another i was gonna say do you think that the trial law changes this season make rugby union slightly more like rugby league in terms of the changes um yeah so i was asked a similar question um in the weekend 
um, how I found the game with the new laws. And it's a very quick game. It's very, very quick. And I, I know the time's been cut down by 10 minutes, but your lungs definitely feel it after the first 15 minutes. So it doesn't matter that they've cut 10 minutes off the end because it is still very difficult. Um, it's a lot faster and the yes, in in respect to how the league's played, it is it is quite similar. Um still um it's still very much um union and a different sport, but I think the speed of it is definitely catching up to how, how the league is played. We've talked to people around Europe, um Holland, Germany, Denmark smaller countries in terms of rugby um, standing. Do you think the laws need to be tweaked a bit more drastically to turn this into a, a truly global game? I, it's difficult to comment, to comment on, because obviously I've only played one game, playing uh, the, the different rules, and hmm. although I've just been training for, for a few weeks now, um, sorry, months, it hmm. is, um, I'm still getting used to the rules myself. I mean, it'll get knocked on and I'm saying that, okay, we've got a scrum and someone's run through with the ball because they're playing the free kick. Yeah. So <laughs> I think definitely, like you say, like worldwide it, and globally, yes, people, it, it, it needs to be start being played so then everyone can start playing. Um, but as well, I think more understanding around the rules myself will help comment on that a little bit more because I don't know how much I enjoy the rules um, in comparison to what they used to be. So, yeah, sure. it's, it's just different. You've got a big weekend coming up. We, we wish you and all the other girls the best. Have a great, have a Thank great you. weekend. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on the show, Ellie. Really appreciate it. As Tom says, all the very best for this coming weekend against uh, What's the Warriors, I believe. It is, it is, yeah. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Bye. All best. And a thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.